Have you ever heard the phrase, a jack of all trades is a master of none? Yes, I have. Do you actually know what that's derived from? Not really, no. Well, actually, let's take it back to the start. The ma- master, okay. a jack of all trades is a master of none. When you hear that, what that makes you think of? Uh, probably that you have somebody who knows a little bit about everything, but really hasn't taken the time to learn all they can to really master the skill of one particular thing. And do you see it as a negative conversation? No, not really. It maybe can be interpreted as you don't have, you're not committed to one thing for too long. And do you find that to be a bad thing? Yeah, because that implies that maybe you don't stay around and see things through or stick them out. Well, that's an interesting thing because throughout my lifetime, I have heard this phrase, a jack of all trades is a master of none. But of being the person that I am, I actually know the whole quote. Like, this is one of the things where they quote something, but they only quote it to fit their agenda. Would you like to hear the whole quote? Sure. The whole quote is, a jack of all, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. This is this is the this is a prize from Elizabeth, but most importantly, this is a statement that Robert Greene said about William Shakespeare. Interesting, I didn't know that. Yes, because William Shakespeare, when he worked in theater, he wanted to learn everything possible in theater. So how production worked, putting together the production, the writing, the picking of the the picking of the actors. William Shakespeare wanted to be so involved in the craft that oftentimes they would call him a jack of all trades, but a master of none. But oftentimes better than a master of one. Because we hit throughout the course of history, you hear people chastise others for wanting to do more than what perceived to be just the one thing. And I think about that a lot because when I was younger, I used to want to do, I know a lot of people when I was younger, I I used to want to do a lot of things. And it wasn't because I wanted to do a lot of things. It was because I knew I had to do a lot of things. And I used to have this internal battle with myself. Like, am I supposed to be doing this? Do I, should I stop doing this? Do I just need to worry about fashion? And just, I used to always, it used to always just be a struggle. And people used to always use this quote is, remember, a jack of all trades is a master of none. So they used to use this as a negative conversation against what you want to do in life. But then when you get older, you realize that you have to learn everything. Because have I ever told you about how my sweat magazine actually came about? Mm-mm. No. All right, so in order, to, in order to explain that story, I guess I got to bring it back full circle because opportunities always present themselves at the most random times. So what happened was my school had a career day. Now, I'm not going to tell y'all what school I went to. Y'all probably already know what school I went to. I've said on the podcast a million times, so I'm not going to, I don't really want to shout them out because it wasn't, it wasn't a, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a, a, a hell on earth type situation, but also they do not need no publicity from me. If they, if they consider me alumni, they consider me alumni, but I didn't enjoy, I enjoyed myself to, to a certain extent. But anyway, we had a career day. Now for all y'all that don't know what career days are, because apparently these are not things anymore. A career day is when people will come to your school and they will basically tell you about their profession. 
you'll get to learn about different professions in life. And then it, it supposed to gave you a sense of like what you want to do or other options that you did not know existed. So one of the people that came to one of my career days at my school, and I always remember it, he was a radio, he was, he did radio programming. He was a radio, radio director of radio at like a country station. And he came in and he talked about, we, and he just, and he told us his job and he talked about TLC. And it always, and I remember, I remember this conversation because I, I read about TLC and he was like, y'all know how much TLC get paid per, was getting paid per record. And I wrote, and I rose my hand so happily. I was like, 75 cent, 75 cent per record. And at the time, as you know, that was actually true because TLC was getting jerked over by their label and their management. So I'm totally right. And like I'm using that, and I'm using that, and he was like, "Well, do you know how much people get paid now?" And I'm like, 75 cents." Like I'm still, like I'm still, because I'm still going off the notion of everybody getting paid seventy five cents. He was like, "Oh, well, no, nah, not really. They're not getting paid seventy five cents still." Da da da. He was like, and "So we're having like a great conversation." He's just really basically talking about radio. How as a radio director, he has to really have to be tapped into the. He has to really be tapped into the market. So he spends a lot of his nights at bars just listening to random bands, or he'll just go. He'll just hear random music, and he'll just come to schools and he asks them what they're listening to. Like he'll just. He talked about how he was really addicted to the craft. Like you have to be engulfed into music and i always thought that to be i always thought that to be um not amusing to me but i always found it to be fascinating because this man who he he works at a he works at a radio but he, his radio like his radio is country it was a country station and i remember he was but he was he knew he knew so much about tlc and r&b and i remember at the end when he was done talking I go well. Hey, you know, I would, I would, I would, I was like, I would, I would love, I would love to work at a radio station. Mind you, I don't mind you. I'm, I, I like country music. I'm not a, I'm not the biggest fan of country music, but I like country music. But I just saw opportunity to take it, so I'm like, hey, I would love to work at a radio station. He was like, you would love to work at a country radio station. I was like, yeah, why not? You know, just learn something new, right? I'm young. I want to learn something new. Going back to the jack of all trades, master of none. So yeah, I would love to learn. So I would love to. I would love to work at a radio station. And he was like, "Okay, cool." He was like, "You got a good rapport about yourself. I think I have the. I have the perfect thing for you to do, right?" And I remember everybody at school was like, "You want to work at a radio? You want to cut your radio station?" Da da da. Mind you, um, mind you, um, fourteen, thirteen at this time. So I'm just volunteering for shit because the summer's going to come and. You can only do some. The summer, the summer's gonna come, and I'm either gonna be outside playing basketball or playing video games. So it's like, fuck it, whatever. Time, you know, opportunity to get out and do something new, right? An internship, whatever. I can, I can afford it. I know, I know, I have to get a summer job, so I'm gonna do it. So I call him. So he right. gave me his business card, and I'm the, I'm the man. I'm the man at school. You know, he got the business card. Da, 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 da. I feel like I got. It felt like you at the club and you shoot your shot with the prettiest woman in the club. And she get here, no, so I'm, I'm cool. I, I email him, hey, Mr. Such-and-such-and-such, um, this is this is Jesus Shuttlesworth from such-and-such-and-such-and-such. You told me to contact you about a job you could have for me this summer. I'm just following up with you to make sure we're still on for that. He goes, yeah, okay, yeah. I want you to, he said, meet me at, da 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 meet me at, um, da 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 whatever. And I'm like, okay, cool, no, no, no problem, I can meet you there. But then when I typed it in, I'm like, why, why is, this ain't, this ain't, okay, like, this is not, it's not the radio station that he said he worked at, but cool. I get downtown, and for all y'all don't know, I'm going to explain it, but y'all probably are familiar. The People Station, V103. Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, yeah, because it's, it's an Atlanta radio station, but 
I know you might be familiar with him. I didn't. I didn't get to work with this. I'm not about a lot. Like I don't got to work with him. I did, no, actually, I did, but it was in a, in a short capacity. You know who Frank Ski is? Hey, everybody! It's Frank Ski, and uh, yeah, it I is time name, yeah. Yeah, for Frank your Ski inspirational they, they was they was the morning show for V103 in the morning. But I didn't get to work. I didn't work for them. I I would see them in passing because the first thing because the first thing, and this this is. We in a trust tree right now, so it's about to break some. It might break some labor laws, but they but they can't prove this. So the first, so when I get so when I get down there, it's V it's V one of three. He's like, hey, da da da. I've been telling him about them. They would love to have you on board. I told him that you're an energetic young man, da 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 da. Like so, he put in word for me. It's like he, it's like it's like he was so grateful that I was able that I that I wanted the opportunity that he was going to take me where I needed to go because a country station would have been cool, but that would have been out of my element, and I but I would have welcomed it. But he knew R and B and hip hop radio station would have been more my lane. So, okay. so that was my first opportunity to get into radio. Mind you, I was just mind you, I was just looking. I was just looking for something to do because my actual my actual plan was if I can get into this radio station, I can give them my I can you know when I meet the celebrities, I can give them my clothing. It's gonna pop off. They're gonna love me, right? But in order right. for me to do that. I would have to take the chance of doing something that I don't know. A jack of all trades is a master of none. So I would have to step out of my element to learn something new. So basically what I did at the radio station was I, I would I would come in, it'll be about eight, it'll be like not eight. It'll be like six o'clock. I come in, hey, how y'all doing? You know, how y'all doing? I'm here for the day. What y'all need me to do? Oh, we need you to entertain our guests. Now, if you don't know what the fuck entertain our guests mean in, in radio world, it means we're on air right now. We're on air right now. Mind you, prime time, 6 o'clock, turn the grand street. It's 6 o'clock, turn the grand street. Like, you know grand street is, right? Yeah, I've heard that. Wait a minute, just really quick. So, how old are you again? <laughs> how, oh, see, see, now you about to break labor laws. I can't tell you how old I was. Okay, again, well, I won't ask you. Law. Well, let me not ask you how old you were exactly. Let's just say, were you still a student? <laughs> I was still, a, I was still a student, but again, there was the summer, so there was the summer. He, 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 he okay. had me contact him in the summer because by the time, um, because our career day was around the time where. It was per se like school about to end, so it's like okay, these last three weeks y'all ain't paying attention anyway. So we're just gonna have people come in and do shit. We're gonna watch movies. We're gonna just do random shit. So career day was always at the end of the year because we weren't paying attention to end nothing anyway. Okay, I was only asking because I'm like I can't even imagine being a young adult mm-hmm. and someone coming me coming into a new environment and you saying, oh, I need you to entertain our guests, and I'm like. Uh, <laughs> what do I do? But okay, yeah, because sure. again, I was—they were told I am a very charismatic person that can carry on a conversation with anybody, which we all know to be true. But again, I'm young, so I'm like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> then, so, so the radio, so the DJs would be doing their thing on the in the DJ booth. I mean, in our, on the radio station, and certain guests would come in. Like they say, a they say a ludicrous is not going to mad. Ludicrous would come in. Luda, what up? So ludicrous, mind you, you don't mind you. Imagine me at thirteen, fourteen. Imagine me now. I look like I'm nineteen, twenty-one, right? So imagine me at thirteen, fourteen. I look like a fucking baby. <laughs> so imagine me like, hey, how you doing? Oh, da da da. My name is such and such. Do you need anything? 
And they're like, oh, I can get some water. I got you water. I want some M&M's, but I don't want the red ones. Okay, I can get you some M&M's, and we, we'll make sure the red ones are not in there. So I was like a do-boy. I was a do-boy. I was a do-boy <laughs> to the maximum. But again, a jack of all trades is a master of none. So I'm trying right. to learn everything I can because at this point, I'm just trying to learn shit. I'm just trying to, it's like, whatever, cool, I'm here. I'm learning. I am going to learn everything it is to do. So I'm just mean, I'm just mean people. I'm mean ludicrous. I'm mean TIs. I'm mean everybody. I mean, I mean, ah, it's a lot of people I was mean. Because some of this story might collide with some other mm-hmm. stuff, and I don't, I, don't, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. So, because <laughs> I would never forget, because I would, because again, I would never, because so, mind you, because this plays a pivotal part in it. Because I'm meeting the Nazis, I'm meeting the Jay-Zs, I'm meeting everybody that, come, everybody that comes in the building, they're meeting me. I'm, th- I'm, I'm, I'm a youngin', so you're always going to be nice to the young boy. You're always going to be nice to the baby. I'm a baby to them. I'm like their child. To this day, most of these rappers treat me as if I'm their damn child. <laughs> like they treat like like if I run into, like if I run into Gucci right now, Gucci is going to say some words to me, and I'm like, man, I'm a grown man, dog. Well, I guess they make you as a childhood. <laughs> yeah, so to the, to well, them to them I will <laughs> yeah to them I will always be 13. No matter no matter what age I get, I will always be 13. And if I ever need something, let them know because they would they would they got me. I'm like, well, that's nice, but I don't, I don't need nothing. But thank you. I work in look. I work in fashion. Nobody needs to be roughed up in fashion. But anyway, so anyway, <laughs> so I would always be doing that. And one day they was like, yo, we want to give you a shout in the fucking radio. Again, I didn't want to be a DJ. I was just doing some shit. I was just doing some random shit at random times because it was the summer. And I, I know, you know, when some street light come on, my mom going to make me come in the house. But I had, a, I had a quote unquote job, so I can't go in the quote unquote house. So I spend the day with my friends, spend the nights at the rail station. Again, this is probably breaking all kind of labor laws, but it is what it is. Okay. This, this is like, because this, like, this is like before social media. So now it's a prove it if you can type shit. But anyway. Exactly. <laughs> why these motherfuckers put me on air? At 12 o'clock at night. Oh, wow. 12 o'clock at night. Okay. This carried, <laughs> this carried over into the school year. Ooh. When I tell you I used to be at school, first period was fucking... I don't know how the fuck I got straight A's in school because I was never paying attention to first first period. But I ran with it. I ran with it. Again, a jack of all trades is a master of none. So I'm learning shit. I'm just learning. I'm learning random ass shit that pertains to nothing in my life. I'm learning how to interview people. I'm learning how to talk to people. I'm learning every, I'm, I'm, I'm learning and networking. I'm learning and networking with people. I probably was like, I don't, I'm never going to use any of this. Learning life skills and didn't even know you're learning life skills. Okay. But that's the that's the thing. I'm just so I'm just learning shit. I mean, I my, I got my I got my first. I don't want to. Damn the way the way people take things now. I don't want to say this. And then it sounds like that. I'm just gonna say I made a shirt that said I'm campaigning the bear to hate. It may have rounded uh. up and it might have rounded up in a rapper's raps. I'm just gonna okay, say, got it. but got yeah, it. but one of the things I did take pride in around that time was I had this. I had a because I also had a I had a stop hating shirt. 
And I thought I was so fucking clever with it. It said it was a stop sign, but it didn't say it didn't say it didn't have stop on there. It just had hating on there. Stop hating. Now, if you watch the get on my level video, you will see in that video. Thanks to little John and Bonecrusher. Shout out to them. I love y'all. You will see you will see my stop hating shirt in there. So oh, cool! I, so I watch it. Yeah, so I I look. I accomplished what I wanted to. Is either we some head busters to get on my love? I think that's the same song. Oh, yeah, it is. We some head busters. Head get on my level. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's in yeah. one. Of, it's in, look, look. It's so damn time to pass on time. It's in one of those, right? It's in one of those, right? It's in one of those. But that's that's besides the point. So I accomplished my goal by just being by just sometimes just being around and help you get closer to the goal if you remember what your goal is because remember my goal was like i get to meet these celebrities i'm gonna get to know wear my clothes and it's gonna be on and popping it doesn't quite happen like that but that got to happen but anyway fast forward to the middle of the year i didn't put in like a, a, a year and a half at v103 and then this other radio station gets to calling now, you don't know if you don't want a three, but you probably know but you probably know Hot One O Seven Point Nine, correct? Mm, She's like, no. Not really, no. no. You know <laughs> do you know now I didn't work with this person, but do you know Jay Nix? Uh no. Stewie Rock. Sorry. Okay. It don't matter. The dirty boy. So anyway, I get the so again, a master of a jack of a jack of all trades is a master of none. So they 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 know through the, they know through they know through the ways of the world through the dude that through the dude that put me on from um the country station they know I'm great with people. They're starting a team called the Hot Shots. Now the Hot Shots is a bunch of high school players playing basketball. Well, not a bunch of high school players, a bunch of men playing basketball, and sprinkled in a couple high school players. We want you oh, to be a part okay. of that. Mind you, they want you to be a part of that. I'm good at basketball. I'm not that great. I'm, I'm. I was great at. I don't think. I, I don't think I was great at basketball, but I think I was. I was good enough to do what the fuck I needed to do. So it's like, oh shit, y'all don't. Now again, I done learned all these fucking radio skills. I could have easily told them, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that because it's just because it's just the ball going to high schools, getting them crunk and shit. You know, basically emceeing, right? I could have looked at it. Right. I could have looked at it as a step down. Like, man, I'm gonna play no fucking basketball and no high schools and all this other shit. Right? I could have turned it down. I could have stepped back. I could have turned it the fuck down. But again, I'm just wanting to learn life skills. Okay, cool, great. Let me. Go. I go along with it. So I go from V103 to 107.9. Okay. We have a great time. I got to try crunk juice for the first time. I don't know. That was just because, mind you, that shit. When I tell you <laughs> playing on the hot shots, shots, shots to those, shots to the Coco brother and all them. Playing on the hot shots was the great experience because you got to. I got to feel like a celebrity. Like you would, cause they'll have an event and like run and shoot or whatever. You'll go through. You'll go to and run and shoot was like this big popular place, right? So you'll come up, mm-hmm. pull up, everybody waiting in line to get in. You'll walk past everybody in the line. Yeah, my name's such and such. Oh yeah, what's up? What's up, Jesus? Show the work. Come on in. You got DP with you? Yeah, they with me. Da da da. We used to feel like celebrities. Now, mind you, I didn't really play. I didn't get. Mind you, this is grown men and women playing this hot. I mean, grown men and women playing this hot shot team. So I probably play like ten minutes a game because it wasn't about me. I'm a, I'm a child. So 
the fuck you gonna do? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I could, again, I could have took that as a slight and be like, no, I wanna do this, it's boring, blah, 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 I didn't get to play. But again, I'm just trying to learn, I'm just learning random shit. I'm always open to learning random shit. A jack of all trades is a master of none, right? So just learning shit. I remember the first, and <laughs> I remember the first time, like, Jeezy's I tell this I tell this a lot in the podcast but I tell it one more time because in the context of this I remember Jeezy had like a, the streets is watching remember when Jeezy first came out and he was like the man I remember he came to the right. radio I remember he came to the radio station and he was pissed pissed I mean he was hot because his, his shit leaked so he telling people nah that ain't my album that was just a mixtape that I was working on nah da 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 I remember, I remember just being there for that and I remember just I remember just being that for, there for that, and I was able to make money. I, I was I was the radio station would always get the mixtapes. I you know they'll press them up. Blah, 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 blah. I take I take like a hundred of them back to my school because the people in my school was not going to the was not going to the the areas to get the mixtape where mixtapes were sold. Them white kids went. Them white kids went coming to the hood, but I was good in the hood, so I was I was always hit. I was I was I got you. so I I make some money, but that's that's not neither here nor there. Okay, another jack of trade. Go ahead. Right. So like so so again, I'm lear- so again, I'm learning I'm learning every I'm just learning things, right? I'm just learning how to market shit. I'm learning how to sell shit. I'm learning how to talk to people. I'm learning what a writer is. I'm learning what I'm I'm learning I'm learning how I'm I'm basically learning how to manage people. I'm not even, I'm not even fifteen yet. I'm just learning shit. At, at before fifteen I'm just I'm just learning shit. And then I'm meeting people. Because when you meet when you meet celebrities, the one important part that I was always taught was meet their manager too. Don't be a ass. I was always taught you treat everybody with the same respect because I was always taught you treat people with the same respect because they're all human beings. But one thing I do want to add to that is that carry out is that you treat everybody with the same respect because you also don't know who the fuck gonna be who. Cause think about, yeah. think about, think about, think about when, think about when the Migos was hot and QC shot to P. P was running around with Lil Baby, and he was like, "Oh, Lil Baby gonna be the next up. Lil Baby gonna be the next up." Whether or not you believe that to be true or not, you, you better if you treated him with some respect, you don't feel stupid now, do you? Cause there's a lot of people. Cause there's a lot of people you meet and they be like, "Oh, this is gonna be the next up, blah 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 blah." Little baby, little baby, little baby, little baby on track to be one, of the, be one of the hottest. This one of the hottest rappers out right now. So he lived up to the billing, but it was also a lot of people I met along the way that just didn't live up to the billing, and that's totally okay because you're still. I'm still gonna treat you like a human being at the end of the day because you didn't disrespect me. Right. These two things are not connected, so please don't connect the two. Cause this one, this one rapper off, this one rapper offered to buy me a thing, offered to buy me um uh, <clears throat> a glizzy. And every time I see him, he always trying to give me that glizzy. Like I don't want that glizzy. <laughs> and this is like this is at the height. Of, this is like this is just like this is like, I was talking about at the height of your career. You're offering me a glizzy. And I'm like, oh, uh, uh, I don't, I don't want a glizzy. I'm 15, boy. How the fuck? <laughs> He was like, all right, when you when you get eighteen, you get this glitz. It's gonna be a night. I'm gonna get you a new one, dog. Then he's like, then I gotta get you another one. So every time I see him, he brings this. I'm like, bro, I don't want. I might take it now. I mean, you know, you can whatever. Cause I'm a legal age, and hey, you gonna you gonna give me something for free? I should take it. I just know, I just know if I just know at fifteen, I could get on the Marta bus with a glizzy. That'd have been awkward. That'd have been very awkward. That'd have been very scary. That... <laughs> I'm gonna leave that joke alone, but yeah, that'd have been very interesting to get on the, <laughs> the get on the Marta bus with a glizzy in your book bag. 
Oh, oh, but but I don't. But then again, I, don't, I think then again, this would have been too big for my book bag, so I'd have to hold it in my hand. That'd have been interesting to be on the Marta bus, just sitting there with a glizzy in your lap. I was like, uh, how do I explain this? Right, it would have been the safe. It would have been the safest bus ride I've had in my life. <laughs> true, true. But anyway, again, I'm just learning all these skills. So it comes this point in time where I want to do a magazine. I was like, man, I want to have, I want to start a match for something. Cause at this point, I know. So at this point, I made all these connections. I know all these celebrities. I need to, I need to capitalize off of it. Cause now I'm getting older. I'm getting smarter. I'm 16, 17. I'm 16, 17. I then got into the mm-hmm. mind state. Okay. I, okay. I want to do my fashion, but I also need to have to me. To me, it was never a plan B. It was like, okay, I want to do my fashion. But how can I get people to pay attention to my fashion without them paying attention to my fashion that is from me? I was like, oh, I can start a magazine. I start a magazine. I could put my fashion in the magazine. That way people can take to it without knowing it from me. Because one thing I have learned throughout my course of my career, even now, is that when people find out my age, this it's a slight. Mm. Well, my, interesting. My age, yeah, yeah. my age has always been a slight. Like even at this age, it's still a slight. I'm like, God damn. So just imagine that. So just imagine it already being a slight. I'm 16, 17. I'm trying to put them together a magazine. Mind you, I got the game plan because it was this local. It was this local magazine. I'm not gonna put their name out there. I do remember your name, but I'm not gonna put your name out there. And they used to have a magazine, and all it would be was just advertisements in the magazine. I don't know or not you. I don't know or not that was in in your local town, but it used to be just a book of. It used to just be a book of advertisements. Uh, we call that the Carolina Trader. <laughs> yeah. So it was just. 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 So it was just weird. It's like, mind you. I work. I mind you. I worked at. I worked at the radio station. I know. I know all about advertising at the radio station. I know you need some meat in the, to go with those potatoes. I know you need something to put in the middle of that sandwich. So if you got a book full of advertisements, it's not really returning any revenue for nobody. So me being sixteen, seventeen. I'm thinking, oh, I got something I can offer to them because I'm 16, 17. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't afford to actually put the, put out a magazine with my money. So I need an investor. So I put together a presentation. I presented, I present everything in the first, everything in the first issue of my swag magazine is what I present, is what I presented to them. I had to. If a lot of y'all don't know, a lot of y'all never read my swag magazine ever in y'all life. Y'all don't even know what the fuck my swag magazine is. is. But the but I'm gonna tell y'all what the first issue was. But so I, so I presented I presented them everything that's in the first issue. I explained to them how all I want is like twelve pages inside this inside this inside the magazine they're already putting out. I could do all the work. I could do all the layout. Mind you, I could do all the work. I could do all the layout. You don't have to hire nobody. I can meet the deadline. I won't have you won't have any problems for me. Whenever y'all go to press, I will meet that deadline. You don't have any problems for me. This can increase your viewership inside the magazine to get your circulation going a little higher. What do you think they told me? Uh, probably no thanks. <sighs> They told me, "Oh well, we can print your, we can print your stuff for you, but it's going this, this is how much it would cost us to print your stuff for you." 
I was like, understandable. But what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to be inside your magazine, da da da. I don't have this. Or you could take some of your advertisements, put them in this and experiment with it, blah blah blah. Oh no, we 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 just don't we just don't we just don't see this we just don't see this lasting long. Because how are you going to be how are you going to be able to pull this off? How are you going to be able to sustain a magazine? Mind you, I brought you the whole mind you, I brought you the whole first issue completed. The second issue was the second issue was almost to completion as well. So I lined up everything perfectly, explained it to you, even told you if y'all want to do this every two months, once a month, however you want to do it, I can meet I can meet whatever deadline y'all put on me. All I need is an opportunity and a chance to do this. They told me no. Basically, they told me no. They looked me in my face. They told me they didn't tell me no, but they tried to. But they tried to. They, but they tried to get money out of me. Uh-huh. Ask me how long that magazine last. Ask me how long their magazine lasted. How long did their magazine last? Now I don't want to. Now, now I don't know how long their magazine lasted before this incident. Before this, but I know that magazine only lasted a year and a a year and a half after this. Because well, at this, because at this time, because the because the years two, the years two thousand and eight, the, the years two thousand and eight, and one of the things in this pitch was because the market that we currently see that is going towards the internet. The advertisers right. are going to start to take to the internet. If you do not put something sustainable in this, they're not going to see a viability of it anymore. You have the circulation in place. But once the internet comes about and once once people really connect to the internet cuz in 2008 only only like only like young people was on the internet. Like a lot of older people wasn't on the internet. But print media was on its last leg. But print media was on his last leg because print media was still relying on you paying five dollars for it. True, or going to a store and seeing it and buying it. Yeah, but this was but this was a this was this was a free magazine that would be delivered to your door no matter if you asked for that motherfucker, right? Right. It was like a free circulation <laughs> magazine. So now I'm so now I'm not even so now I'm just trying to give you a, again I'm trying to give you the meat and potatoes of the magazine, but you're telling me no. You don't see the vision. You don't understand how somebody in my age could be able to pull off all any of this. But again, I took an opportunity at 13 to learn something for the low low price of $0, not understanding what it could call, what it could lead to. All that, all that stuff from thirteen led to my swag magazine. Now, the first issue of my swag magazine had this rap group, Tanya Morgan. Very good. I rubbed the genie out the bottle and used all three, wishing a nigga would. I'm no cool rapper. I break sweats. I could take a joke, but it's better to take checks. Now, if you're into indie rap music, you know all about Tanya Morgan. They make incredible music. It had this. It had the hottest clothing line at the time. He had Soul Monkey. Shout out to Soul Monkey. Soul Monkey was a big Atlanta brand. Like that was Jeezy was wearing that shit. All kind of people was wearing that shit. Like all Jeezy, Pimp C, Bun B. Like I remember they like they was they was the dude. Like they was that dude. Like Gucci. They was that for they was that dude. You know how I learned about Soul Monkey? How? From Jeezy from Jeezy. From Jeezy and them coming to the coming to the radio station all the time with it on. And there you go. Again. That's the circle. 
and it gets a little deeper. A jack, a jack of all trades is a master of none. So I'm just, so I'm just, so I'm just learning about shit. I'm learning about shit. I'm learning about the rappers. I'm learning about what you, I'm learning. I'm learning about everything. I'm making contacts. So they didn't want to take my offer. They didn't want to. They didn't want. They did not want to take my fucking offer. They didn't want nothing to do with me. So I said, okay, okay. I knew about the internet. I put my money where my mouth is. Again, I'm. Oh, I left out a little piece of this. During this course of time, I was doing a little. I was doing things for like. I was. I was making websites. I. Got, I was just making websites for fun. I make websites for fun. I made. And, and you were still also getting strays. Yeah, I made web. I made websites for fun. Like I was a fucking like. Because again, I lived in the city where it was like you needed a car to get to some of these places, and it's like. Yeah, so I so I so I lit, so I was, I was making websites for fun. I was I was doing this shit for fun. So I put together I put together. It took me about a week or two. I put together my sweat magazine. I launched it July fifth, two thousand eight. I was on the radio advertising this motherfucker shit like it was just like the again i was just i was just advertising it like mind you you had to get shit approved but i was just advertising it because what you gonna do it's 12 o'clock at night remember remember y'all i was i was doing it I was, it's 12 o'clock at night i'm thinking nobody right. lis- i'm thinking nobody listening it's, i'm thinking it's just me and myself at, at night it's probably me i thought to me it was like me the truck drivers and my one friends and my couple friends from school that's staying up late just to say their friend on the radio so i'm just like i'm not knowing that this is causing a big impact so when the website launches, the the fucking site crashes. Oh wow! Because I had to buy, I had to buy more, I had to buy more bandwidth because the bandwidth that I was using wasn't enough to withhold everything that was going on. But so much again, so much it was a big ass thing. So again, going but but bringing it full circle again. Remember how I was saying. If you, when you, wherever you are, you should make, well, I didn't say it this way, but remember how I was saying when I worked at the radio station, I was meeting people and making connections? Right. One of the connections I made was nice. None of these motherfuckers out here. I want to really just put out a rap okay. record that's okay. really a rap yeah. record. So the know? second, so the second issue of Masswag Magazine was, was a Nas interview. Oh. I present, I pre- mind you, I presented this to the printing company that was doing that magazine. So they knew this. It was laid out. It was planned. The whole issue was evolving around Nas. Like I, like it's one, it's one thing to meet somebody and they give you an idea and they can't execute it. It's another thing for them to have the idea executed and telling you how they're going to have it executed. And there's no overhead that the print, the print, those 12 papers, the, tw- the print, those 12 pieces of paper in their magazine would have cost them no less than three dollars well can i ask you a question right here no problem okay so do you possibly think that maybe they just didn't see they didn't have the foresight to see what hip-hop was really going to be or the culture as far as just what you were presenting and having the vision to see where it was going this is this is 2000 this is two this is 2008 not 1987 no no no. i get that but yeah i just think like as we've seen, of course, like hip hop has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So I guess I'm just asking, like, you know, did you do you think maybe they just didn't see where it was going? Because it still was growing, really, to me, in you know, or you, even in 2008. Or you just either way it go, you just seen the opportunity to make some money off a kid, or just or you just didn't want to tell the kid no. Either way it go, 
you gambled wrong. Cause one of one of the things one of the things you do learn in business is that marketing research is a is a is a thing. Like and what marketing research means is I I acquire a company, I buy a company, I put millions of dollars into something that might not come to fruition. Facebook does it all the time. So that three extra dollars that you didn't want to put out just to see whether or not it would work ended up costing you your whole business because your business would still be around if you would have took the chance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, anyway, second issue was Nas. Third issue was a Beyonce interview. When I fall in every, just about, I don't want to say every time, but most of the times I kind of play it off and act like I did a trick and kind of spin back up. When I'm on the dance floor, believe it or not, I don't have a killer move. I just kind of rock side to side and move my feet. I dance like my parents. Something no one knows about me. I just had a laugh attack maybe five minutes ago. And you know when you start laughing and you can't stop yourself and you're so embarrassed that it makes it even funnier? I just did that during an interview. No one knows that but you guys. (laughs) Oh, wait, what? what? Yes. (laughs) The third issue of My Swag Magazine. A lot of y'all probably are. A lot of y'all don't know this, but whoever, the ones that y'all do know, it's like, yo, he had Beyonce. And then the fourth issue was Soldier Boy. And at this time, Soldier Boy is the mother. Soldier, I'm, I'm not going to say nothing to blasphemy. Soldier Boy was, I'm not going to say he was, Soldier Boy was a big deal at that time. Soldier Boy was a global phenomenon. He had the yums. He had the, he had the records. He had the, he was a, he was a heartthrob at that time. Right. So okay. my sweat, yeah. my, my sweat magazine never stopped being a powerhouse. It was so much of a powerhouse that I think I, t- I talked about this before. That's how Andre Leotali, whether or not whether or not he would tell me or not, that's how he knew I would be I would be what I wanted to be at Vogue. He knew I can get the job done at Vogue based upon my sweat magazine being that powerhouse that it was. Because if I'm doing this on my own, mind you, I'm doing this out of my own. I don't have a budget. I'm just piecing together shit. I'm just, I'm mm. I'm strictly getting every interview off the fact that they remember me from the radio station. Mm. Now the ones, now when it, now mind you, when it came to the, I think the, the, the sixth, in, the sixth, the sixth issue was Ed Hardy. I got Ed Hardy because I learned something a long time ago. And I'm going to share this with y'all today. If you ask, all they can say is no. I hit up Ed Hardy yeah. direct. Mind you, mind you, I'm coming from, I'm coming from, I'm coming from radio. So I know in radio, you meet the publishers, you meet the managers, blah, 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 blah. I hit Ed Hardy like, hey, I would love to do an interview with you. Do, can you put me in contact with your publicist so that your publicist can let me know your availability? But I was a sneaky devil. I hit Ed Hardy like I used to have a I used to have a quote unquote assistant, but my assistant with me, I just made a different email. I played the game. <laughs> I played I played because again, again, I understand why people said no to me because I was young. So okay, I'll play this game. It's the internet. You don't know how old nobody is. I'm gonna make an assistant. I'm gonna make an assistant account. I'm gonna reach out to you for my assistant account. Hey, Ed Hardy, this is such and such with My Swag Magazine. Our, 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 
our magazine would love to do a love to do a profile on you. Could you get us? In, could you? Would you be able to provide us your your publicist email or phone number so that we can check the availability of your schedule and see if they will if if you are available to do an interview with us? Here's here's a sample of our magazine. Here's a sample of what we do. Here's a skeleton outline of what we would actually like to. Mind y'all, I'm not even 18 yet. I just know the game. Again, I know the game. I learned the game. I learned the game from the best. Shout out to Coco Brother. I learned the game. I learned. I learned the. I learned how the game works. I learned how you post to do things because again a jack of all trades is a master of none so i'm taking so i'm taking so mind you i'm still a fashion designer this is just shit i'm doing on the side mm-hmm. so i took the chain i so i'm just learning shit i'm just learning shit and it's just like falling into pieces the pieces are just falling into place right Right, okay. So he like he was like, Oh well, you don't actually need to contact my contact my publicist. Here's my number. Have have, have you know, have your have your he's I think he said, I hate the word boss. He was like, Have your boss reach out to me and we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. So that's how I met so that's how that not what well, he's uh, I don't even want to tell y'all who the head of Ed Hardy, but that's how I met "quote unquote" Ed Hardy. Because y'all, as y'all know, the, if y'all if y'all watch the the Von Dutch documentary, then y'all know the the start of Ed Hardy was not Christian started Ed Hardy, but we're not gonna go there. I'm I'm trying to I'm staying I'm staying <laughs> we're st- we're staying on track with the with the purpose of this this episode, so we're not gonna veer okay. off that. So anyway, so yeah, as y'all know, Christian loves Tom, but anyway, that's how that's how I met him. That's how, and that's how, and that's how I landed that Ed Hardy interview. And that's how I landed every interview. It was either I'm going to contact you because I got a person connect with you, or I'm, or I'm gonna set it up so that my, um, I'm gonna set it up so that my, my, my assistant hits you, hits you up. Because to this, to this day, to this day, at the time, universe, to this, this is, this is, this is how much I was ingrained in shit. Universal still owes me a little Wayne interview. I don't think I don't think oh, Lil Wayne is on Universal <laughs> anymore because I hit them because this was around the time when Lil Wayne was trying to go to jail. It was trying to get the interview in, but I also understood the anarchy of pub of, of magazines is that you, you as much as big as the big as, as big as the fish that you're landing, you still have to also understand that double X sales and all of those come before you. So they was trying to get it in so I can get the Lil Wayne interview, but the time, but his time was limited. So it was like, man, we're going to get you. But I remember her saying, like, when he got out of jail, let us know. I mean, be, you, you'll be first on the list. I never, by that, by that time I had, by that time I had moved on to Vogue. So I was like, I don't really, I'm not really about to pitch a fucking Lil Wayne interview to Vogue. <laughs> that would have been wild. That would have been wild. That would have been like, Andre would have been like, Javaris, really? And I'd have been like, cause you know he got. I, but honestly, I again, when there, when you when you have to do this much talking as a youngin, you learn the silver tongue. So I basically could have pitched, I could have pitched Little Wayne to Vogue under the premise of the way hip hop was at the time, because the way hip hop was at the time was simply it was a more greenish, brownish, darker color infusion into the fashion and the music. Lil Wayne came out with Fireman, and now you have one of the hottest rappers in the game standing strongly in his verbato in this colorful jacket. Like, you've never seen so many whites, blues, grays, pinks, yellows, and oranges on a rapper since the Dipset era. So I could have pitched 
Lil Wayne being on the cover of Vogue in that aspect because it did introduce the U.S. to a little known brand called Bape that was going crazy in the Japanese market. But till Lil Wayne and the Pharrells and the Clips brought it over, it wasn't actually something that was seen. And further after that, you've seen the infusion of Bape being everywhere, which ultimately led to the Lil Wayne Clips feud. But that's the time for another story. But I could have pitched that to Vogue. I could have pitched it easily. See? I have pitched the shit out of that. So anyway, anyway, so again, a jack of all trades is the master of none. I'm learning things that I didn't even know I needed in life. But I wasn't afraid to not learn things. Like, that's one thing that you have to learn. You have to you have to not be afraid to learn. Because you never fail. You just learn. You never fail. You just learn ways of things. You, know. you just learn ways of not to do what you want to do. Right. True. And that would make, and that what ended up making the podcast. That what makes the podcast such a success is that I have so much shit in my life that I did, that I necessarily at the time didn't understand why the fuck I was doing it. But I, I was able to gain the experience, the knowledge, and just have this track. To this day, to this day, artists hit me up. And I'm talking about artists like newer artists, and they hit me up as if like I'm still in the like I'm still in the radio industry. It's like, what the hell are you contacting me for? <laughs> they contacted me wanting me to interview them oh I'm doing an interview with such and such would you interview me I, I, I done retired from interviewing so it's like I was able to retire from that because I, I to me to me basically I accomplished what I wanted to accomplish and then I felt like I felt like I felt like it got to a point where I'm interviewing y'all but I also don't feel like the vulnerability in, a, in artistry is there anymore because it's so manufactured hmm. now like it's no, like it's like it's no one, like it's no emotion. That would make that would makes Nori's podcast such a great experience because you get the vulnerability. Like whenever I read an article from an artist, it's just like, man, like it's your pub, like your pubs, like and it's like it's one of those things where you know how the sausage is made, you no longer want to eat sausage. Because I know, <laughs> I know, because I know in an interview, your publicist is standing right next to you. Because plenty of times, the publicist would be standing right next to you. So, so it's like it's one of those things where it's like I don't even, I don't even know whether or not I want to even be a part of this type thing. So it's like I just got to the point where it just, it was just, it just felt monotonous. The answers felt monotonous. The questions felt monotonous. It was no real new way to do it. Nobody wanted to try nothing different. You didn't want to be seen as uncool. So it was always like it got to a point where it was a gimmick. So I walked away. Mm, okay. Okay. So well, yeah. well then, is there any is is there anyone or anything in particular that would bring you out of the quote unquote interview retirement realm? Well, Dick Gregory would have brought me out of retirement, but he's he he's he's he he has passed away. He's no longer on this earth with us anymore. Angela Ooh. Angela Davis would Angela Davis would bring me out. Shout out to shout out to the shout out to the Library of Congress. They sent me this amazing they sent me this amazing poster of Angela Davis. Oh my god. She would bring me out of retirement. She and only her would bring me out of retirement. Nobody else would bring me out of retirement because I don't. I don't. I'm not even trying to be funny. I don't I talk. I don't. I don't talk to many. I don't talk many moons, and many moons have been talked. Because she played a pivotal. Because she played a pivotal part. She played a pivotal part of my childhood. Like I, I, I wanted to study African American studies in school because I, I wanted to learn Black history because of that woman. Because of her, Fred Hampton, like I, those, those two played such a pivotal part of my childhood that 
I would love to just sit. I, it don't even have to be on record. I would just love to talk to her. Like, hey, hi, how you doing? What you what you eat today? What do you like to cook? Like, I would like to like to have a regular <laughs> ask because she done been through so much shit in her life that I don't want to even I don't even want to talk to her about certain things because I don't want to trigger your memories like that. So I would love to just have a come like a regular conversation. Like, hey, how you doing? How's your day? Wanna go see a movie? Like I would love to just like be in the in the her, I would just love to absorb her aura. Because that is a mm. that is a like that is a incredible woman. But again, it all goes full circle to the quote. A jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Because if I would have just took the time to learn fashion. It wouldn't be no awkward minority podcast. I wouldn't be work. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't be doing nothing in marketing. I wouldn't. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be no my swag magazine. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't be all these incredible moments and these memories and the experiences that I have already. It wouldn't be none of that. Like I would. I wouldn't be a well-rounded person that I am today if I just stuck to doing fashion. Do indeed. Cause a lot of yeah, cause a lot of cause a lot of my life, cause a lot of my life experiences and my designs come from just outside of fashion most of the time. Like I'm very, like my especially my art, my heart, my art is very hip hop. My art is very not hip hop. My art is very music influenced. It's music based. It's, it's music based to the core of it. Like I, 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 the vibration of it. So if I just would have stuck to doing fashion and just try to be the best fashion designer I could be, I would not be a great fashion designer at all. So there's just there's just something that, there's just something to think about. Remember, a jack of all trades is a master of none, but oftentimes better than a master of one. Y'all be at it.